0: The opinions and views expressed in this video are purely for entertainment purposes and not for investment advice. Good afternoon, goons. Welcome back to another episode of Jack of All Trades. Here with Kaylin and Sam as always. And um, I'm going to do a little TA to start off just because Kaylin did one last episode and I, I couldn't help but see some interesting things. And then I just want to finish off with a couple uh, news reports that came out recently one about the Fed staff being the crooks that they are trading during the pandemic before the news came out. And then uh it's about Canadian housing, something that I've um I've quite opinionated about. Um but let's go back to the uh the TA. So so Caitlin last time you were you were using just like support and resistance, right? And you were being and you were able to find all these levels. So mm-hmm. like I just want to show you some cool funny things about uh uh the Fibonacci stuff that I like. So one of the things I like is the Fib retrace tool. And usually you you pull from the highs and you pull to the lows of a swing and usually you'll see uh, the pullbacks will try to target the, the 618 level is usually where it wants to go. It's there 63, 66% of the time. So it usually will pull back from the lows to that spot. But 50% is a pretty nice level too. And you can see like how cleanly it hit that. I pulled it straight from the top to the bottom and how cleanly it turned around at the 50% level. Now the question is whether or not it'll bounce at the 236 and then, and then approach this. What usually happens is if it hits the 618 and it breaks it, that's a reversal then you can expect to go go higher if not then it's going to continue to go lower so i just thought it was uh, pretty interesting that 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 lines up so perfectly and then another thing that i like to look at is the fib extension not a lot of people use this because it's uh it takes a lot of experience to know how to pull it but if i pull that again you see it hits a 618 level so the fib extension tells you that based on this based on the percentage move of the first swing it'll guess where the second swing is gonna be. it's usually 618 level. So if, if this was like, if we go back in time, uh, to let's say about here, how do I do this again? If we go back in time to about here, and I pulled that, and I pulled this tool. So I, so, so I go, so I assume like, okay, that's the swing. I'm like, okay, then we have this little move about 23% down. And you could play that you could short it you could you know or i would just catch a knife but then you watch that you know happen in real time boom boom right bounces it's just funny how that happens And like right now it's turning around the 618 again like these i don't know what it is but the fibonacci just exists in 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 nature and in this as well and i could pull this stuff all day right so it's like so what i did earlier was like i could pull from the highs to the lows and we saw that it turned around at the fifty, right? I think if I do this, if I pull from low to the high. We're at fifty percent again. So again, my target is going to be here. So I'm gonna, my buy zone is probably going to be about here. That's where I, I would try to
1: catch a knife and bounce. It's funny yeah. you can almost like you could almost use that in two ways. Like I think when you pull it like from the very high to the very low, that's almost that's almost a way that you could use it to short it because that yeah. kind of tells you where your overhead resistance is. But when you did the, what was the other one? Yes, the, that's right. Yeah. So if so, you did that, you could, could kind of use that as like as a short tool. Short. Yeah. And then yeah, the, yeah. the other one, the other one you could use as your debt buy tool.
0: Uh, the extension. Yeah. So if you yeah. know where to pull it, that's why. I, well, that's why I would target this area, right? Right here. Yeah. But that's I'm conservative, cool. so I so I targeted this area. But like this, the six, the six one eight number is like a freaking magnet. It's just, and it happens on like multiple time frames. It's just I just thought that was interesting.
1: I just find it so funny when you do these things and like like I like we both always find like the exact same levels and we use completely different methods of technical analysis but both of them are simple like you literally yes. use like basically one indicator and I pretty much do the same thing like we both use we both use support and resistance and then we both use like you know some some sort of a, an indicator like you use the fibonacci and I use volume pretty much
0: yeah I think I think we both have like that one primary indicator we use to kind of like base our decisions on or like, let us know, like, maybe we should look into this more. And then maybe a few uh, 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 a um, indicators we use to kind of like to, to, for confirmation. Right.
1: Yeah 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 it's it's just it's i just i love it's just so fascinating to me like how there's so many like you listen to people train like oh my way is the best my way is the best or like they have all these different indicators or like you know a lot of the people might be right like you know if they use certain moving averages or crossovers or fibonacci's or support and resistance like they can all work as long as you know how to use them right it's just like whatever works best for you like i personally don't use fibonacci at all like i've i've played around with them a bit but like i just i just it just didn't like it just didn't work for me personally but it's funny because, like, you know, we've spoken about this before. We both we both bought this stock within like two dollars of each other, yeah. and we weren't talking about it. We hadn't talked in like a week. We just happened to message each other, message each other that day and be like, "Hey, I just bought some of this," and we're like, "Oh, no way!" Well, it's true. <laughs> like we, we were within a couple bucks of each other using completely different indicators, like yeah. during a big crash, and we both basically got like almost at the bottom. It's just like yeah. I just find that so funny. I think the
0: main thing that's is like probably because whatever our methods are it's simple it's clear there's no mess I've seen a lot of guys will put like 50 indicators on their chart I'm like I don't even know which one to trust anymore they're all telling me something
1: it becomes contradictory right that was my problem I think everybody does that at the start I think okay well if I have one indicator then it shows me you know like it shows me this but if I have two then it's twice is right. And if I have three, if I have 10, <laughs> yeah. then it's like, if I have like, you know, 15 of these things and they're all lining up here, then like, you know, I can, I can throw my house on it. Right. But it doesn't really work that way because like when, whenever I try to do that, I always found myself contradicting myself. Like I would yes. look at, I'd look at a support line, but then it would be like, under a moving average, and then I was like, oh, okay, well that doesn't really, well then no, all that doesn't work. And then or like I would I would look at you know uh, a bowling or band, and then it would be like somewhere else that doesn't work with the Fibonacci, and I'd be like, okay, well one's telling me to go in, and the other one's not, and like like I just I just ended up never making trades or just getting scared out of stuff really fast because like I'd kind of like half get into something, and then if it like fluttered a little bit because it was. It was, it was wrong. <laughs> the other indicator, i just bail out of the trade and panic and, you know, lose every time. So that's, that's when it is, I just kept it super simple. And I just, I just love that we both have like really, really simple, like methods yeah, that we can, 100%. we can teach, we can teach people in like less than 60 seconds, how we do what we do. <laughs> yeah. A
0: hundred percent. I think keeping it simple is so, so clutch. I mean, if you have 50 indicators on there, like, and it was wrong, how do you know which one was wrong?
1: Yeah. How would you know? Well, I just like to point out too, like, you don't even have your, any moving averages on here, right? No, I hate moving averages. Exactly. Like, <laughs> you, like, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, the things that everybody's talking about, it's like, okay, well, like, like moving averages by nature are lagging indicators too. Like, that's, yeah, that's yeah. kind of like the first thing that everybody jumps on is the moving averages. So, like, the, the only way that the only reason that I use them is just kind of like for like a confirmation. So, like, if I'm, like, I, I don't, I don't look at them when I make a trade, but if I'm already in the trade, I'm like, okay, this is kind of the area. And then a moving average kind of like confirms it. And then it's like, okay, yeah, like a, I'm really right now, you know, like it just gives me a little bit of extra confidence, but that's about it. I've got a basic one. I think
0: it's a stock one, the 50 day, 128 day, 200 day. Is that yours? Uh, I think I have I have the 50 and the 200 on mine. 50 and 200, right? Like yeah. I look at this, I'm like, this just annoys me. Just, it's just shit on my chart.
1: Yeah, I know. And it doesn't even really work that well. Like it kind of, like it goes through it quite a bit and like yeah it's just it's just messy like i don't know but like uh, you know it's it's nice to use them as like a general indicator because like if you saw it like go below a moving average and like reject off of it from the bottom then it's kind of like okay and like if you combine that with it being below like a major resistance level then it's like all right this is you know this is probably pretty bearish or whatever but like yeah on, on the whole it's just i don't know it's, so, it, you just got to keep it simple like it just has to be something that's really really simple to look at And horizontal is always the best. Horizontal lines are always the best.
0: Yeah. You ever, what was that, what's that, do you know that um, the moving average indicator where it's like the the cross or whatever the hell, where the 200 crosses the 50 day and then it sells off?
1: Yeah, and like Like, by the time it it actually crosses, it's already bouncing. And that's supposed to be like, that's supposed to be like your kiss of death.
0: This is 30 days afterwards. 30 days afterwards it crosses. Like, and and you're already like down, like how much percentage?
1: You're already down like like like, 14, But that's what I mean though, right? Like if I, if I was to play that, for example, if I shorted that and I was holding it and then 30 days later that cross happened, then it'd be like, okay, like, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I was right, even though I'm already very right because I'm, I made the trade 30 days ago, right? If you made the trade the day of the cross, you missed half the move. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like, I've seen, I've seen a million times, like, cause I looked into these a lot. I've seen a million times where like, you get those crosses and right where it crosses is the bottom, and then yes. it bounces up after that, right?
0: Yeah. Like it's like it's not just a lagging indicator. Because it's an average, it's a really
1: lagging indicator. Yeah, I know. I don't know. I don't know how we got on that tangent of just shitting on moving averages, but
0: for <laughs> <laughs> for those that are successfully using moving averages. Yeah. Uh, Kudos know. to you, because I can't
1: I lose yeah. money every time.
0: Yeah um but yeah that's i just wanted to go touch on that real quick maybe the tip of the day is like to keep it simple if for no other reason than to figure out
1: what is not working because you just have one indicator there if it's yeah. not working you'll... i think anybody that's starting out you really just you really just need to pick like one indicator like just pick one thing to look at and just just practice it with whatever type of trading you're trying to do just like fumble around with it make mistakes see if you can find something that's consistent and then if you can keep using it if you can't find anything that seems to be working try the next thing because like i said you know me and david we both know how each other trades but neither of us like i don't use david's methods to trade but we end up in the same place anyway so that doesn't mean that either of our methods are better than one another or one's worse than the other one it's just like it's just whatever works for your personality and we've both found what works for our personality we've both tried each other's methods and you know we kind of latched onto one specific thing. So. That's 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 kind of why you just you really just have to play around like like my trading style is not for everyone. David's isn't for everyone. Uh, you know, there's hundreds of different ways to do it. So until you start just trying them, you won't really know what you like. I
0: just wanna well, wonder how your learning curve was like, just real quick. Cause mine was. Um, so I got to the point where I found a few indicators that I liked, and my 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 charts were just plastered with them. I think I had like four or five indicators on there all the time. And then what I did was um, I started getting annoyed. So then I started stripping them away to like, there's like two or three and then I'd use them for like a period of maybe three to six months. And then I'd swap one out and use it for another period. So over this period of like maybe 18 months, I was swapping indicators out back and forth. And at one point I did have moving averages there because I, my my, my, my thought process was I don't use it and I think it's useless, but I know other people do. So it'd be nice to see what they're looking at and see if it's going to, they're going to, but then I realized that, like, it would it was also redundant because it's the levels that I'm looking at without it are showing with it. So I'm like, I might as well just get rid of that too.
1: That was, was kind I, of like, kind of similar to me. Like, I, I I just I just started. Like, my problem was when I first started, I was I, w- I wasn't giving enough attention to things for a long enough period of time. So it wasn't until I got like further down the road when I was like, okay, I really need to focus on just this for three, four, five months and really see. If it works, like really see if this pattern works. Like I I started off, I started off looking at like the, the, the pattern of the actual chart. So like, you know, flags and head and shoulders and, you know, breakouts and breakdowns and like all those kind of different, like can, you know, when you Google, like, you know, what's a stock, what's a stock pattern, all the, you know, the generic picture you get on Google, like that's, that's what I started looking at. So like, when you look at a setup, like we were just looking at there where you just kind of get this big, you know, bounce and it rolls and it sells off and it bounces off that level. Like, that's not really a pattern that you see if you're just like Googling stuff and, you know, like it doesn't exist. But but it was it was after a long time of trying to make these patterns work and make these patterns work, because what they don't tell you is like, okay you're looking at this little snapshot of a stock pattern. But that that completely invalidates everything that happened before. it, Right. So, like, is this little chunk of the pattern happening in a bear market? Is it happening when the stock is selling way down? Is it happening when the stock is breaking out? Is it happening just below a major breakout level? So maybe if it breaks out, it's going to get rejected, right? Like there's all these, there's all these extending factors outside of that time frame. So it wasn't really until I kind of, I don't want to say I ignored patterns because like I do have specific patterns that I like, none of which you can find on Google, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is specific patterns i like but like the main thing is is really just support and resistance lines like i don't care too much if i see a head and shoulders i don't care too much if i see like a bear like a flag or a pennant or any of that stuff like i'll just kind of look at it and be like okay well you know if it breaks out or breaks down this is the air, like this is the line where i'm going to buy it or i'm going to sell it i'm not looking i'm not looking to play those like those generic patterns you find on google i'm looking to play off of major support and resistance lines and it wasn't until i started really only focusing on just those major lines and almost like ignoring the patterns to a certain degree that's when i really started to become profitable
0: yeah i got deep into the patterns for a little bit the traditional chart patterns and uh I kind of like the same thing. I stripped away a few of them and until like the only ones that are like, I automatically see now is um, a rising wedge. Cause that one's like red alert. And I still see that all the time. It's just like, yeah. it's designed to sell. Um, but yeah, in terms of like, do you know, play the breakouts, a pet like all that stuff. I'm like, I'm fucking, and I laugh yeah. at people that call for head and shoulders. I'm like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: Oh, yeah. 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 But they, like they, they, they can work though. I think, I think it depends how you play them. Cause like, like if I see like head and shoulders for me are great are great short setups once it's already happened, if that makes sense. So like if I see, if I see a head and shoulders, I'm not going to try and play. I'm not going to try and like anticipate the breakdown. I'm going to wait until it breaks that, that shoulder line comes down and then I'll hit the bounce. Cause then I know that the play is already confirmed. Right. So that's where I'm going to get in with big size. Cause I don't want to try and anticipate it because until, until I actually see the whole pattern play out, I don't, I don't know if it's a head and shoulders. Like it might just be, it might just be a small bounce and then a big bounce and then it might just keep going up. Right. Which isn't a head and shoulders.
0: You know, the, the head and shoulders thing, like I get it because I'm reading, cause like, so this was the Bitcoin head and shoulders. Um, let's see if I can do that. So that was the, that was one shoulder. And then uh, people were saying like, this was the head. Yeah. Right. And then, so like everybody, and this was last year when I made a ton of money and when I called the bottom, like everybody's saying, Oh, we're building the right shoulder. We're building the right shoulder. I'm like, yeah, but if you actually look at the pattern, like, like if, you, if you equate, <clears throat> excuse me, if you equate price movement to emotions, then this was a strong emotion, straight line, straight line up, straight line down, fear, really strong, right? Here, you start to see a little, this jaggedy shit, which means people aren't sure what's going on anymore, right? So in my mind, it's like, if, if you're reading this in terms of emotions, like, I, it got, it went from strong to not so sure to I don't know what the fuck is going on. So don't yeah. tell me ahead and sh- whole show There's like, like, what you really want to see is, like, a straight up, and then you know the straight down's coming. Like, that's
1: a cute, yeah. you know? So for me, like, because that was actually the last time that I tried to anticipate it, and I played it really small because I was just, oh. I was just like, okay, like, you know, we'll see, right? So, like, I, I didn't love it to begin with, and, like, I don't play right. Bitcoin very often, so I don't really like have a good feel on how it works, but you're right. Because like, even at the top through the head, through the head, like, yeah, you know, you kinda of have this choppiness all the way through. And then same thing on that, you know, that right shoulder. So like, when I was looking at that, I was like, okay, I'll take, you know, I'll take a small position. And then that way, if it breaks down, then, you know, I'm, I have a bit of a higher, a higher position, right. And then it ended up, you know, we kind of had that, that like false little, little breakdown, and then it bounced straight back up. So like, you know, I, I think I took like a couple hundred dollar loss or something like a really small size but that's that's kind of what what i mean like what i was just saying there is with the head and shoulders for example like what i would what i would play now like i don't do this anymore because it didn't work but what i would do now is wait for that to fully break down and then hit that next bounce because now i know it's shown the chart has shown me that yes this is a head and shoulders yes it's broken down yes it's bearish so once we get that first relief pop. I can short that, and I can cover it in the next wash, and that's that's the play that's going to work every time. You're saying if it came here, yeah. So if it broke down like that, then okay, now we're confirmed. Now we hit a bounce up into that resistance level, and that's the play that I would take all day. Yeah. So like that, that's kind of that's kind of how I use the patterns, right? Like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna anticipate it. And I'm not gonna anticipate a breakout. I'm not gonna anticipate a breakdown um in this in this type of a setup i'm going to wait for a confirmation and then i'm going to get into it because then i'm the chart at that point the chart's already shown me that it's breaking down right as as opposed to hoping essentially that it breaks down i want to i want to know that it has broken down and then i'll take a position on it so let's let's do a little i think
0: probably for beginners this might be a little advanced but like for you and me it's probably like breathing air but reading the volume because i remember i remember distinctly on this day with this volume candle uh, I called uh, capitulation. I remember I, I tweeted about it, like this sell-off and this reversal, pretty yeah. pretty short volume, right? But it, like it didn't. And when I call capitulation, it's like it still goes down. I'm like, that's exactly what I expected. I mean, there's still going to be holdouts trying to sell, right? But look at this volume, like nothing, like mm-hmm. nothing, right? And then you have all these shorts that just got that got busted. It was confirmed. Like I don't know how many. It was like four hundred million dollars worth of shorts were just like just all got blew out of the water from this from this move.
1: Yeah. Those are the worst too. Just like those slow, steady grinds. Cause like those are the ones yeah. that you just keep adding and adding and adding, and you're just like, why won't this thing break down? Yeah. yeah those are the ones. This got me once. I
0: my the last time I ever blew up an account, it was one of these. It was from yeah. Bitcoin.
1: Yeah. That's why it's so funny. Like when I you know, like when we, we talk to people and we tell them like, you know, we, we like you like catching knives. I like huge spikes in the resistance levels, like you know, the stuff that looks terrifying if you don't know what you're looking at like it looks like like how can you possibly comfortably take a position on that it's like well because i know it's such an explosive move that it's gonna like it's gonna reverse it's gonna bounce it's gonna do what it's supposed to do right like you gotta have those those quick those quick emotional moves you don't want those slow choppy like you you basically you don't want people that are trapped to be able to get out of their position that's really what it comes down to you want the people that are trapped to be fucked <laughs> 'Cause when that happens, that's when you can make money.
0: Yeah, you gotta you gotta be a bit of a shark. Um you gotta be a bit of a shark.
1: Yeah.
0: Look, look at this, look at the meal. It dropped from that day to this day, 30%, one day to the next, 30%. And I caught the bitch right here. 944. <laughs> we got strong volume too. Yeah, that's a huge volume. I think all I did was um this is the wrong chart. I can't remember which chart The long term. Uh, I forgot which chart I did, uh, but I literally drew—I think a, either a channel or a line—and that's the only reason. and That's the only thing I used to um to find uh, that that spot. Sorry, I'm just gonna check this real real quick. Uh, I can't remember why what I did. I remember I remember drawing the channel. Whoops. I, I remember drawing the channel, and I can't remember how I got the nine bucks. I might have used a fib. I remember it broke down the channel resistance, and it broke down. I was expecting that rejection, and somehow I got – oh, here we go. Yeah, it was a fib. So it's messy, but anyway. Anyway. (laughs) literally what we we were just talking about.
1: Just keep it super simple, like one line.
0: (laughs) Well, technically, it's only three things, right? It's one channel, two channels, and a fib, but it just looks messy because it's a lot of lines. Yeah, I know. Well, and a range here, two arrows, but still. (laughs) (laughs) And so, anyway,
1: but anyway I
0: wanted to, um, moving on, I wanted to just, uh, to do this Fed thing, like, just laugh at it real quick. Like, so it just came out, Wall Street Journal, uh, Fed staff reported securities trades amid banks' 2020 stimulus moves. So, get this this fucker <clears> did 46 <throat> trades on February 27th and February 28th. And if people remember, March, uh, do you remember what the exact date it was? March 2020 was the crash.
1: Yeah. I think it was right at the end of February. I don't know. But yeah, right around there.
0: Week, week. Is this like February 18th? Is it the crash? Yeah. yeah
1: February
0: eighteenth. Yeah, right at the end of February. Holy shit. So amid oh wow. Okay. Here we go. So he sold like right at the beginning. Right there. And he missed the rest of the twenty-seven percent move on the S and P. Like, so he must have known. He must have known. Like, let me. If I sell here, I'll buy back here. We're gonna issue some stimulus and ride this thing up. Like, what is this? Ride it up fifty percent. He did. He sold a million dollars worth of the I shares, MCI. I think that's um. Quality factor exchange trade. I don't. I, f- I can't remember what fund that was, but sold a million dollars worth.
1: Yeah, people, want be politicians,
0: man, because you just get all the good stock info. Oh, oh look, <laughs> he bought bought half main to a million shares on March eighteenth. Do, do we do we dare look and see what what was going on, on March eighteenth? Is that near the lows? That was wow. That was near the lows right there. That's where he bought. Yeah, March eighteenth. That 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 needle. This little. That that week that that's the day that he bought, 18th. Man, this guy oh, needs to teach me how to trade. <laughs> just just get a job at the Fed. Oh, dude, I'd be
1: retired in a year if I if I knew what these guys knew. Like, how is this not illegal? Like, the people from the SEC well, they're, shouldn't be to trade. They're they're aren't they like working on passing a bill that like anybody in the government can't trade or like senators or something like that? Yeah. But it's funny because like. Cause, like I don't like for whatever reason Nancy Pelosi is like the one that everybody latches onto. Like all the all the meme stock guys, like they all latched onto her for whatever reason. There's a, there's a ton, dozens of these people like that do this stuff. So it's not just her. But well, it's because uh, her husband apparently runs a fund or something. Yeah, yeah, that's but but the funny thing is that like it it, it doesn't it doesn't uh, it doesn't inhibit their spouses. That's, care, yes. Right? right, which is like I mean. So like, it was funny cause I remember the start, she was like super against it. And then now she's like, oh yeah, yeah, we're like, yeah, we think this is a good idea. And it's like, you read the fine print. It's like, but, uh, their spouses are still allowed to trade and it's like, okay, so I'll just come give you all the juicy information. I'll give you all my money and you can just trade for me. So sure. Let's pass this bill. So what's
0: it? Senator Warren was trying to call for an investigation of the fed. Yeah. Potentially legal congressional democrats, meanwhile, are pushing new rules to restrict trading by legislatures and judges.
1: It's been happening forever, though, man. It's just the way the world works, right? Like, it's you know, it's been happening for hundreds of years and all different, all different, you know, variances and all different types of societies. It's just you have the big businesses, you have the big money, you have the politicians, they work together. It's like anybody that doesn't see it, I mean, it it comes, you just follow the money, right? You follow the money. And you know what's going on. It's 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 not it's not. I think the only reason that this is like really coming to fruition now, honestly, is just because of the pandemic and because of the stimulus checks and because so many more people got involved in the stock market. There's just more people that were exposed to it. Because like you know, if you talk to anybody who's been investing for 20 30 40 years, like talk to anybody who's in their fifties and sixties, like mention this kind of stuff, they're just like, oh yeah, yeah, no, this that happens all the time. Like it's you know it's 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 normal. Like it's this is just what happens and people. People get all riled up about it, and like, oh, why get? Why are these people arrested, and why aren't they in jail, and this and that? And it's like, it's, it's never going to happen. It's like you can you can get frustrated all you want, but this is, unfortunately, this is the way the world works. Is the people that are up at these levels get all the information? They work with the big companies. There's payments floating around. You know, people are getting information, and it's just the the shady side of the government. One of the many.
0: <laughs>
1: Flip side that. The- that are,
0: might be good for us is because of such leakage of secret news is that you could we can kind of see it in the markets days before something happens like the stock prices start to trade a little funky and then you're like oh something's happening there but most of the time you don't know if it's a sell-off or like a
1: rally but you know something's going to happen the problem is, is it's hard to see though right because like unless like i don't know pick a I don't know, pick a COVID stock, one of the like Moderna, for example, like something like that. Right. Like, you know, a lot of these, a lot of these politicians bought like a whole whack load of that, like before the vaccine came out, you know, Ooh, like shocking. Right. But like, how do you know that? Right. Like as as just like a person like me or you, like, what are we going to do? We're just going to sit there and monitor this one stock, like every single day for months and months and months and just be like, okay, there's, there's something a little bit weird going on now. So like, that must be all the government politicians buying in. They must be going to announce something in a couple of days. Like, how, how do you pick up on
0: that, right? No, no, I don't. I don't mean like that way, but I mean like, just like not even politicians, but like just it just shows that there's a leak of information th- throughout all levels, right? Even within companies and insiders and whatnot. And it's like if you're trading a stock, especially your your small caps, you you know it's so sensitive to news, right? You yeah. probably like make some moves, like or or like at least protect yourself, like you, you know something's going to happen.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's true.
0: I just I, but you're right, the system's never gonna be fixed as long as the people making the rules are the people breaking the laws. So it's
1: like <laughs> Yeah. Well it, like, it's it's just because like the gov like the government doesn't run the country, right? Like big businesses run everything, right? Like that's 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 just the way that the world works because that's where the money is, right? The money like for thousands of years, money has been power and nothing's changed. So like big business are the ones that implement everything, they're the ones that make all these things are the ones that are supporting politicians campaigns are the ones that are funding all these things like both parties exactly so that like that's that's never changed so like the the politicians having this influence isn't going to change either because you have you know like you, i can't put words in anyone's mouth but like you have situations where you have you have big businesses they want to implement something they want to do something so that they can grow their business they, you know, give some information to politicians so they can pass bills. Everybody's happy. Everybody makes money. Stock market goes up. So even guys like you and me who are invested in these companies, we make money too. So, I mean, like, do you complain or do you just ride with them, right? You
0: play the game. Once you know the game, you play exactly, the game.
1: right? So, like, all, all these people that are complaining are just saying, oh, you know, they're they're making so much money. They're making this. And it's like, yeah, okay, like... Sure, they had the news sooner than we did. Yes, they're probably making higher percentages than we do. But if you just pay a little bit more attention, you can take advantage of that. Maybe you're not going to make the 50% move, but you could probably make 30%. Yeah. So, I mean, do you complain or do you hop on with them?
0: <laughs> but, all right, let's want to wrap it up here. Yeah, sounds good to me. A little little, little talk on finances and mentality. To help yeah, people out. Went on a little bit of a tangent there, but that's all right. Yeah, fucking Fed. That's what started. <laughs> yeah, I, right, should, I, be, I need to be a politician,
1: man. Then I'll be rich, and then I can retire.
0: Hey, I will, I will, I will be your manager. I will be your um, uh, your your campaign manager if you do that.
1: Oh, there you, you go. Start a you business. I'll be a politician, and we can both get rich. And...
0: <laughs> <laughs> start a crypto exchange. Yeah. You just make sure I'm the only one licensed to operate in Ontario. We're good. Okay. All right, we can do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, goons, take care. All right, later, guys.